Tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes look to retake the series lead against the Boston Bruins, but just how can they do that? Find out in today's episode of Locked on Hurricanes. You're Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day on this Tuesday afternoon. And make sure you follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at, at underscore hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And make sure you rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you're listening on on YouTube. And in today's episode, folks, we will be diving to game tonight for the Carolina Hurricane, the Boston Bruins. Almost said game four there for a second. But, you know, I think game five is going to be re- really pivotal for this for this series, really, not just this team. Because I feel that, you know, momentum has shifted in this series after going up to Boston. You know, I... You know, whenever they would go up to Boston, I felt that would be a big turning point for the series, or a big, not necessarily a turning point, but <coughs> a big pivotal point in the series. Because if the Hurricanes could continue their momentum that built in the games one and two, carry that up into Boston, yeah, the series is done. And game three, not the case. Dud. Game four, you got off to a decent start, but penalties and bad habits crept in. You end up dropping that game. That was a really game as well. So I think you know game five is going to be really, really pivotal for the Hurricanes to regain some momentum in this series because anything that they they had completely stalled out and went away in games three. I think that the Hurricanes get their emotions in check. I think that's really big. Uh, or, you know, pointing to Tony D'Angelo and Brad Martian, you know, them going back at it. You know, we all know what Martian, you know, said to D'Angelo on the ice. You know, we'll leave it at that. And then, you had uh, D'Angelo chuck his stick at Martian at the end of the game as well. So your your emotions got to get in check. Uh, you know, games one and two canes were really good about getting under Boston's skin, getting in their heads, and that completely went out the door whenever they went up to Boston, and now it's opposite. Boston is getting into the Hurricanes' heads, getting under their skin, and it's 
looking very reminiscent of 2019 and 2020 where you know the Bruins were the better team and that's the thing you know now it's not necessarily the case I think you know the Hurricanes are the better team and I think Boston you know, they're having to to do whatever they to get to the Hurricanes and they're doing it they are absolutely doing it and I mean again look at game three and four where they were able to get under the hurricane skin and get in their heads and all that so I think the hurricane emotions in check I think having a game at home is going to be really really important you know because like I said whenever they went Boston that that Boston crowd is going to be completely different. It's going to be a completely different energy that you're playing against. And that was going to be something that they would have to fight. And they lost that battle. They did. And I think getting home in front of their home crowd, in front of their energy in their building, I think that'll be good for this team. And again, you know, in game four, you know, they had a lot of bad habits creep in. You know, they took a lot of penalties. If I remember correctly, if I don't count, they took nine penalties. You absolutely cannot do that. You're doing that against the Bruins right now, a team that, you know, yeah, they had plus points in the regular season, but essentially kind of into the playoffs. You know, a team that, you know, usually was atop that Atlanta. Atlantic division wasn't the case this year. It, you know, they're a wild card spot. And, you know, you do that against like Florida or Tampa or like a team that, you know, isn't quote unquote flying right now, you're done. You're, you're done if you do that. And that is going to be really, really big for tonight. You know, not take that many, not take any penalties. That is really one of the biggest things for tonight. And again, bad habits, bad. I mean, taking so many penalties. You had them bad passes and defensive lapses. Your power play disappeared again. Your defense being subpar, uh, and then multiple guys just being invisible or, or straight up bad. You know, Tony D'Angelo falls on that list. Uh, and not just, you know, because of his stuff at the end of the game. Like, you know, he's, you know, had a good on-ice season and just completely disappearing there in games three and four, game four especially, and, you know, his attitude. Ian Cole, you know, being the same way, kind of disappearing. Brady Shea, tremendous regular season, disappearing here in the playoffs. Brendan Smith, a couple good moments here and there, but as a whole, not there. Yes, Spirit Cotton Yemi. Aside from a few moments in games one and two, not really here in games three and four. Same with Max Domi, and the list goes on. Like games three and four, like the hurricane not good. It, it really grasping at straws trying to uh find positives there. You know, yeah, Auntie Ranta, you know, is good. Odor's good, you know. Um, you know, yeah, he's been good for most of the series in Jacob Slavin. But, you know, uh, the guys that aren't showing up are more outweighing the guys that are showing up here in this series. And we got to get all of our guys to show up in this series. And, you know, look at game five 
tonight is going to be big. And there are, I mean, we could go on for an hour about keys to the game and what the Hurricanes need to do to win this game. But we're going to try to limit that as much as we can. And because, again, you know, it's one that it could go on for quite a while with the way things have gone in these past two days. Two games, but we'll limit it best we can, and we will dive into those keys to the game right after this quick break. Now, folks, we're heading into game five tonight. You have the Colorado Avalanche being the first team to advance to the second round, as well as so many other NHL series, as well as NBA series going on right now in their playoffs. And our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info from the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, and even next season's NLF futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device device to learn more and action bet online where the game starts now again keys to the game it's gonna be big tonight and we've touched on some of them you know we're gonna let these you know because we could go you know super again yeah we could go on for an hour about this stuff because again i think game five is going to be really pivotal for this series i really really do and you know, I say, yeah, this game or this series could go, could go six games. And yeah, you know, I predicted, I think Hurricanes either five or six. Uh, and it's six. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, looking at the keys to the game tonight, I think really the biggest one is for well, one of the biggest ones is it's going to be keeping your emotions. Not letting Boston get in your head or in their head, I should say. You know, again, Tony D'Angelo, big guy right here. You know, just in check, bud. You know, again, throwing. He's lucky he did not get in any trouble. I mean, I feel like something probably got said in the locker room about him checking his stick. But he's lucky he didn't, you know, get in any trouble from the NHL doing that. Keep your emotions in check. You cannot do that. Again, yeah, I'm not a fan of the guy. But he has been a guy that has produced on ice this season. Again, not a fan, but there's the numbers he's produced on ice and he's become an important part of this uh, defensive core and going out and doing stuff like that. You, you can't do that. Man. You you cannot. And he's got to get his emotions in check and you know, on the team. Yes. Yeah, some guys you know, are better than others you know, in that regard, but yeah, the Bruins have gotten under the hurricane skin. They have. As a whole, they have. And got to get off and check. Don't let them get the best of you. And don't let them penalties out of you again and or whatever. You, you can't do that. You know, play smart and you know just ig- ignore that 
kind of stuff. I know it's obviously easy for me to sit here and for you to sit there and say it, but the Hurricanes need to just get out there and ignore the chirps and ignore the stuff. And I think they also need to tighten up on defense, that being number two. Again, you know, we can – I mean, you could pick any moment you want, game three or four uh, defensive lapses. There are a lot of them. And tighten up on defense, you know, and offense as well. Uh, I mean, you just need to tighten up the entire game, really, because the Hurricanes entire game is stagnating and not, not looking the way for the majority of the season and for the first two games of the playoffs hasn't been there. So the Hurricanes really need to tighten that stuff up. Again, just the entirety, their entire game, all of it, not just defense, not just offense, all of it. And power play as well. Power play has completely crapped the bed, and it is not good. Again, you you look at special teams. Special teams is becoming a really, really big part of this series. and. The Hurricanes are not taking advantage of power play opportunities that they get. They are not. And, you know, you had the one power play goal in game two. Yeah, game two. But aside from that, power play has not shown up. It didn't show up in game one or game three or game four. So the Hurricanes power play really needs to show up here in this game. And, Again, you, know, you look back at game four. The Hurricanes took nine penalties. And Boston went two for nine on those. The Hurricanes had five fire play opportunities in game four. None of them. None of them. And the power play is completely non-existent. And... Part of me, you know, does think, you know, you should maybe try to shake that stuff up, move some guys around. I know scroll through, you know, whether it be Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. A lot of folks are like, yeah, power play probably needs to shake up. And of course, yeah. So for me, you got to take that with a grain of salt, of course. And, you know, obviously, you know, fans, they're not, they're fans. You know, we're, you're not, you know, the folks getting paid to do this. Yeah. So, on one hand, you know, I definitely see the argument to change it up because it has just been completely stagnant and nothing at all. Because you look at, you know, when things don't go right, yeah, you shake up your lineup. Maybe you shake up your power play units as well. But that doesn't look to be the case. It looked like they're going to keep rolling with what they're rolling with and on one hand i respect it yeah you gotta gotta do what you gotta do but i think power play really needs to step it up i wouldn't be upset if they uh changed a few things around but i doubt broad and the guys are going to and i think you know one other really big thing for the hurricanes you know here in this game is their mistakes uh, and that does you know kind of go back to you know letting you know boston you know 
get in their head and whatnot, but you know, little things. Yeah, obviously, you know, you can look at you know, taking so many penalties. Of course, you can't do that. Of course, you know, we talked about that this episode already. We've talked about that all season long. Keep your dumb penalties in check. Don't let Boston get so you. But even then, even outside of penalties, make better passes. Uh, you know, have better on ice awareness, you know, whether it be, you know, offsides or, or whatever it may be, you know, be aware of that stuff. Those little tiny things are going to get magnified here in the playoffs. Okay. Can't be doing stuff like that. Little things that you could get away with a team like Columbus or Arizona or, or a team that isn't in the playoffs. That's the magnified tenfold here in the playoffs, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse as the postseason run continues. So the Hurricanes, all these little mistakes that they're making, again, small things, you know, like an offsides or a bad pass to big things like a tripping call or a high stick or or whatever it may be, keep that stuff in check. And I know you can only do but so much because there definitely has been some questionable calls, frankly, both ways. I'm not going to sit here and be the one that, you know, all the Hurricanes are having to fight the Bruins and refs. And, you know, the Hurricanes have gotten away with some this series. They have. And if you say that you need to take off your rose-colored glasses, you do. The Hurricanes have gotten away with a lot here. Again. Tony D'Angelo chucking his stick. Nothing. Nothing. You know, stuff like that. There's been blatant stuff that the Hurricanes have gotten away with in this series. Same Austin. They've gotten away with You can go to any other playoff series that's going on right now. Teams are getting away with a lot right now because it's playoffs. But, you know, you can't. You still need to play. Like, okay, officiating. Everything may not get called, but you still can't you know, go out and, you know, be stupid. So the Hurricanes need to get that stuff in check. And if they can do all that stuff, I know it's a lot. And I know it's easier for me to sit here and say this. Yeah. Yeah. Then to go out and do it. So the Hurricanes got a lot of work to do tonight. They do. It is going to be really key for them to, get momentum back on their side here in this series because I saw uh, I forget who it was saying that you know they felt that you know if you know whoever wins this game tonight is gonna win the series. And I can fully see it. If Boston wins this game they're probably winning the series because moment as of right completely shifted in their favor. But We'll just have to see. And, you know, we talk about, you know, guys, you know, need to do whatever it is they need to do tonight. We need to look at who's going to be out there for the Hurricanes tonight at PNC Arena. And we'll dive into that right after this quick break. Now, folks, the Carolina Hurricanes are back at home ice tonight. And just who is going to be taking ice? for the Hurricanes tonight. I think that's going to be big, you know, 
because on one hand, I do think there probably should be some shakeups, but on the other hand, mm. yeah, I think it's important to have faith in your players, and that's exactly. <laughs> Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every Because the Hurricanes are rolling with the exact same lineup that they've been doing the in game four. I think that's going to be really, really important for the Hurricanes. Because, again, it shows that coaching has faith in them. And, you know, you look at your forwards lines. Again, it's the same lineup from game four. It is. And, you know, we look at that. You have forward lines, Svechikov, Ajo, Jarvis, Domi, Trocek, Karavainen, Niederreiter, Saul Foss, Stepan, Kotnyemi, Natchez. I... Really, not a whole lot that I would change. You know, when you do look at the lineup, you know, you know maybe I put Svechko Teravainen together. Maybe I do that. But the thing is, Seth Jarvis has been good there on that top line as well. You obviously don't touch your third line at all. You know, that's your best line, arguably, you know, for the season. You know, and. You know, do you move Marty Natchez up to the second line and move Max Domi down? That's really the only change you really make when it comes to forwards. Uh, Vinceman, Jacob Slavin, Tony D'Angelo, Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, Brendan Smith, Ian Cole. Honestly, those, I really don't think you change anything there because I, I don't trust Ethan Bear to go out there. I mean, maybe you know, he does well, maybe he doesn't. But, you know, I honestly, you know, I was critical of him earlier, you know, kind of being a bit, you know, invisible with Brendan Smith. But I trust him more than Ethan Bear because Ethan Bear, I feel, is, you know, really, in my opinion, not past the eye test this year. I know you could go into advanced stats and whatnot and be like, oh, yeah, and pull out, you know, all that stuff. But for me, it hasn't – not for me this season. And, you know, I'm – you know, yeah, Brady Shea, yeah, I really you know, want him to step it up, but really nowhere to move him. You don't sit him by any means. No, you don't do that. And then starting goal, you know, they're going with Auntie Ronte again. And I think, you know, that's a smart move to make there because, you know, he has been the – best part of this series so far or for the hurricanes i think you know he even in you know the bad, bad games he has been you know good yeah he's one you know, i don't complain about you know, you know we went down the list of guys earlier you know that was happy with but a lot of these has been one of the guys like yeah all right yeah he's he's out there doing his job and doing what he can to keep the hurricanes in it he is you know while other guys that aren't auntie Rod is so i'm completely him going back in the net 
My only concern with him is simply his health. Can his body hold up? He's already went out with injury once in this series. I don't want that to happen again. So, you know, because we don't know when Frederick Anderson is going to be back. We don't know that. I thought maybe uh, game five, six, you know, he may be at least ready to back up. Not the case. Still out hurt. Still rehabbing. So, look at that. I, I am a little worried about Auntie Ron, but not in the fact you know, that he can't play or anything like that. Again, it's just can his body hold up. Big thing with him. And the Hurricanes need to do what they can to protect him out there. You know, you had that nasty hit from Pasternak. Again, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think he was going to hurt Auntie Ronta and knock him out of the game. But, you know, I, I do think he could have, you know, maybe gotten out of the way a bit better. But you need to do, do what you can to protect your goalie. A bit of a fragile one in the playoffs. Hurricanes need to do what they can to avoid, you know, him hit or whatever. That That's going to be big for the Hurricanes. And, you know, I'd like to see Stephen Lawrence play. You know, I think Derek Stepan, I think he's the better guy to go with here. He's got the experience, and, you know, I think that's just who you roll with here. But, you know, ultimately, you know, it's like I always say, it's one thing for us to sit here and talk about this stuff, but at the end of the day, Got to get out out there on the ice and get to it and win tonight. I know that's very blunt and simple, but I think that is honestly very, very key for tonight's game is get the win. It doesn't have to be pretty. But the Hurricanes need to win in order to get momentum back in their favor in this series. Because I feel if Boston wins this game, they got complete control of the series. And it looks like we may be going golfing sooner rather than later if Boston wins tonight. So the Hurricanes need to get the win tonight. Absolutely. And all these stakes and babbits that have crept in in games three and four. Game one as well with that slow start. Get all that okay? Because you can't be doing stupid like that in the playoffs. This team is better than that. We all know that this team is better than that. We know they're better than nine penalties in a game. We know they're better than blowing a 2 nothing series lead. We know better than that. I mean, yeah, we figured Boston would probably win one game up there at home, well, at their home. We figured that. Yeah, but, yeah, and honestly, see, yeah, Boston winning both those games. But it was the complete collapse from the Hurricanes that I feel has really, you know, shifted momentum in this series. I feel, you know, if, the Hur- if it was still, like, close games, like, or, like, overtime games or something, like, go back and forth, you know, going 
at it. And the Hurricanes, you know, still doing your thing, but again, they compl- they completely collapsed, you know, up there. And the Hurricanes, they need to get back to their game, do what worked for them in games one and two. We can do that. I think it'll be fine. But at the end of the day, we got to get to this game tonight and hopefully come out of it with a 3-2 series lead. But regardless, we will talk about whatever happens tonight in the next episode of Locked on Hurricanes. So make sure you follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Rate the show five five stars on whatever streaming platform you are listening on and subscribe on YouTube. And I will talk in the next episode.